It's the year-end sale at Mattress Firm. Come in and save up to $400 on America's best-selling brands, like a Beautyrest Queen mattress now just $4.99. You can also take home a free adjustable base with qualifying mattress purchase. Visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you to find your perfect bed today. These deals won't last, so hurry in. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Offer available while supplies last. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. What up, what up, what up, guys? What's going on? Welcome. Welcome to the Taz Show. Uh, yeah, appreciate you guys checking it out, downloading this episode, and uh, maybe on Spotify or iTunes or Radio.com app or Radio.com on the site or TazShow.com. Uh, tune in. I might have said that. I might not have. Regardless, uh, thank you. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Taz Show. Much appreciated for sure. Uh, going to get into an interesting topic in this particular episode. So, um, I guess I could jump into it here. Uh, well, it's probably best to jump into it. You know, sometimes you ask yourself about things in the business, like wrestling business, like what would, how would things be like, imagine if this happened or imagine if this didn't go down, that type thing. And that, that, that goes to my mind a lot with a lot of different things. And I find myself, uh, you know, asking like, um, you know, what if, you know, what if, like as far as ECW, for example, okay, what if ECW was still alive? Right, so what if ECW was still alive? What would happen? That's, to me, the million-dollar question, right? What would it be like? What would it? What would it be like? What would it be? Not just what would it be like. What would it be? You know. So I, I went on um, my Facebook page uh, and we posted a, a gimmick on there, a graphic, and it says, "What if ECW is still alive with the ECW logo?" And it got a lot of you folks talking. And and I'm read some of the comments here in a little bit, but that's on Facebook.com/slash The Taz Show. So if you want to follow me on uh, on um, Facebook. I, I don't usually go on there a ton, but when I do, it's it's usually pretty good, and it's it's always business related. It's it's content related. It's about the wrestling business. Ninety nine point nine nine percent sure. I do a lot of Facebook Live on there, as you guys know, and I'll start doing more of that very soon. Um, so, you know, and and sometimes uh, it'll bring you thinking about stuff, bring me to thinking about stuff to drop a pod and and talk to you guys about it and. That's the thing. What if, right? What if ECW was still alive? You know, what would it be? So, you know, I, look, first and foremost, I want to say, I <laughs> I am not saying ECW should come back. I don't want anyone to think that even is my implication because it's not. I am not saying that. I'm not even hitting it. I just, I'm playing the imagine game. You know, I, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, ah, just imagine if this happened, you know? It, to me, it would be kind of a, it's a cool thing to think about or talk about and I have a lot of thoughts on it. So 
So again, I just want to make sure people know I'm not. I don't want people thinking, "Oh, Taz is saying ECW is making a comeback or ECW should come back." I'm not one of those guys. Uh, I'm not one of those ECW originals. I, I that feels like you know it should come back anytime soon. I nothing against those guys or girls. I just believe it's dead and buried. Leave it dead and buried, and let it rest in peace. I do believe in that, but it does make me think about certain things. So. When I posed this question on my Facebook page, and as I talk to you guys about it and ask you about it, um, I'm not, I am not, when I thought of this, I never thought of, well, if it was still alive, would it have the same roster? Well, obviously not. (laughs) I mean, men and women get older. We are humans, no matter if we're wrestlers or ECW originals or whatever. I mean, yeah, no, you know, I would never even think it'd be the same roster. That's crazy. Excuse me. No, it would be new young men and women that would be new ECW wrestlers and new ECW stars. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I, I think that would be cool. Um, would Paul Heyman still run and operate it? I, I think he would. I think he would. Again, it's just a fictional thing here. I do think Paul would still be running it. I don't think he'd be managing or advocate for Brock Lesnar and WWE. I think, like, if I look at ECW, how it would be in 2018, it would be Paul Heyman still owning it and running it, um, a whole new roster, and maybe a couple of the ECW originals maybe doing uh, managing or maybe working behind the scenes as an agent, uh, maybe Joey Styles, would he still be the voice of ECW? I don't know. That's, that's, I, I would think yes. Um, I would think yes, because Joe, Joey still can do, even though he's, he's taking himself out of the business and he's in the business world in Manhattan and he's soaring and doing great, and thank God for that. Um, but, you know, I do think Joey would be the voice. Um, I... Uh, would I be involved with it? Probably not. I don't think I would be involved with it. But I I do think that it would uh it would have Paul, like I said, as the owner. Uh try to get any other East W originals. Like I said, Joey probably would be the play by play guy. Um, I think you'd almost have to have him do it. Uh on a weekly basis. I'm talking about bring it back as a full time company, dude. TV every week, put it on the WWE network, everything, right? The whole nine yards, because they still own, the, they obviously own it. They own the letters ECW and the brand itself, the property. So, um, but don't let don't let Vince anywhere near it or Triple H or any of those people. Let Paul run it. Um, no crossover of talent. Completely separate roster, separate roster, completely separate deal. And uh, I think it would be cool. Again, I'm not suggesting this. I'm not pitching this. I don't have any inside sources. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, um, I'm just throwing out a, a, a what if, right? So I, I'm thinking, you know, it would be kind of, I think it'd be cool. Now, I want to say um, some people like on Facebook feel like, well, if it wasn't owned by WWE, um, uh, I, 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 it would probably be better. And then some are saying, well, it would be better if it was owned by WWE. This is on Facebook Live, on Facebook, I should say. So, um, uh, you know, and like I said, I'll get to some of reading some of those comments in a minute. I just want to get some opening statements here. So, you know, it's a. Um, I think that it would be a cool brand to have out there. I think it would be cool if there was a either a deal in Mexico in conjunction, like to swap talent with, with, with luchadors, or with Japan. 
and have Japanese wrestlers uh, along with uh, American wrestlers from ECW, the new ECW. I think that would be cool. Do something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying like what Ring of Honor does, a little bit of a different feel. Or I don't know if Ring of Honor still does that. I haven't followed them much. Um, but something like that. I mean, yeah, look, there's a lot of companies out there that have that feel of, of ECW uh, for, for many years since ECW is gone from you know, at times you've seen uh, uh, some people are posting that as of recent TNA is trying to get like an ECW type feel or obviously Ring of Honor always had that kind of feel, you know, uh, CZW. I mean, there's been a, a plethora of, of good, legitimate, smaller federations that have done a good job, but there's nothing like the original. And, and I know that. And, and if, if it was still alive, I would say in, in a fictional form. That's why I'm bringing this up and I laugh every time I say it because it makes me laugh. Um I, I don't think it should come back. I want to keep saying that throughout this podcast. I don't. <clears throat> I'm just thinking, what if it was still around? What would it be like? Right? Would it still be the same blood and guts type th- feel? Well, to give you folks a history lesson, um, ECW logo was Bob Wire, you know, blood feel, blood fonts and all that. I humbly sound the guy who put the logos together and, and designed most of that stuff and the branding. I was the guy and, and along with, you know, you're getting some input from Paul and, and some other of the other wrestlers, but I, I did all that stuff, the bulk of it, I should say, not every drop of it, but most of it. Do I think that in today's world, can you do that? Um, well, you can do it. But you probably wouldn't get a TV deal if it was the same hardcore, violent feel. Now, again, ECW had that feel, the original ECW, and that was kind of the, the vibe of it, and that's what everybody thought of it, and that was the moniker on it, the blood and guts type uh, renegade promotion type thing. But in all actuality, um, you know, not everything that, that – the, not every match was blood and guts. Not everything was violent. It was controlled chaos. Um, and it, it was more of a lifestyle, that hardcore buzz that we had was more of a lifestyle that we, that was out there for the wrestlers. And yeah, sure. There was a lot of blood and guts matches and violence. Yes. But that was not every single TV. That wasn't all the time that, that wasn't every single house show that those that are really CW fans know I'm spitting truth here that that's not how it was done. Um, that, that really wasn't how it was done. It was more of a feel of a uh, the lifestyle, the hardcore buzz, the hardcore lifestyle of uh, that's what an ECW wrestler was, different than a WCW wrestler or a WWE superstar. And that's what we were different. You know, it was it was a gimmick. I mean, it was it was entertainment, and, and that that we just did everything we could to be different than everybody else. And that was Paul's thing. I talked about that many times in the past on the Taz show. The original ECW, right? It, Paul's gimmick, and this is a shoot. You know, it was like, if they go left, I go right. All right, you know what? They're, they're pushing all these big guys. Well, you know what? We're going to do a cruiserweight thing. We're going to do, we're going to do bringing guys from Japan, bringing guys from Mexico, bringing smaller guys that can fly around the ring. Oh, okay, so WCW now is doing cruiserweights or, uh, okay, good. Then we'll stop. We'll stop doing that. Now we'll go heavier with the violence. Oh, now WWF and, and WCW, they can do hardcore stuff. Cool, we'll stop. You know, like, <laughs> Paul just did, if they went left, he went right. They went right, he went left. That's what he did. He always tried to keep himself innovative and different, and and I've always loved that about Paul. I always have loved that and respect that because I hate people who copy. I hate that stuff. I can't stand it. I hate the hack gimmick. Uh, it drives me crazy, and Paul, could I don't think could ever really be accused of that. Um, so, I mean, it's tough to be completely, fully original all the time, but 
uh, for the most part, I think ECW was. So the hardcore thing, that hardcore feel was truly a, a lifestyle. That was the bit. That was the gimmick. I do think if you did it today, well, you, you probably would have to change some stuff if you wanted to have a TV deal. Now, there are some different options in today's world, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as as far as far uh, platforms that were so much different in the mid-90s uh, during ECW's heyday or, or late 90s. You know, there were a lot, there are, there are a lot uh, more and, and, and better uh, opportunities that you don't really need. A flu, a full blown TV deal. So, uh, first guys, let me take care of a little business real quick right here for you. So, I'll let you know about this right now. Uh, check this out. Listen carefully. This is very important. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I forget. Well, look at if you've used any of these excuses, you're putting yourself at risk of injury and death. And it could also cost you a ton, a ton, lots of money. Cops are waiting and are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Guys, this is important. Remember, you don't want to get caught saying stuff like, I'm not going very far. I can handle this. I can drive. I'm cool. It's good. I'm in a rush. Hey, I didn't get a chance to to put on my seatbelt. Look, guys, like I said, cops are waiting and they're writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing, stop buckling up every trip, day or night, it doesn't matter. It's vital, it's very important, it's life or death, in my opinion. Click it or ticket. So, there you have it. So, like I was saying, um, the, the, the situation is like with, with the original ECW, right? So, the original ECW. <sighs> We had one platform, and that platform was just like WWF, just like AWA, just like WCW or whatever. It was TV. You had to get a TV deal. Was it cable? Did you get a broadcast deal? Whatever it was, TV deal. Today, ah, it's a different animal. You know, as we see so many small wrestling companies, smaller wrestling promotions are, are soaring and doing awesome with online, uh, you know, online platforms where they're subscription-based. And they get a cult following of fan base that, that are, are paying the bills because they're paying the subscription base, the monthly subscription, and you're getting original content from these wrestling companies. And, and I do think maybe uh, ECW, if today it was around, that it would be a newer version. There's two options. A newer version where it was cleaned up, wasn't as aggressive and violent and not as much vulgarity and and. and and uh, sex, violence, uh, all those blood guts, all that, like we we were at times. And then uh, if you have that, then you're not going to get a TV deal. So then you go online and you have an online platform and a website and, and just like so many companies do. And you have a, you go behind a subscription wall. Yeah, that's something I think that that ECW could 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 have done if it was around today. I think Paul would jump all over these options with social media. And with platforms where you don't really need a TV deal to make a lot of money if you have a good product and good content. But at the end of the day, the real money, the big money, the legit coin is in the TV contract. Okay, hence WWE with the USA Network and everything. Even though they have the WWE Network, the real big money's in that because that's where the big advertisers are. And you're not asking people for a subscription to watch your wrestling product. Um, if 
ECW was still alive today, okay, then I do think that you would have to kind of clean up what it was. You would have to clean it up a little bit so you do land a TV deal. It was tough back then for us to get a TV deal, very tough. And that's why a lot of times it didn't happen or it was late or it wasn't the right money or we you know, would have heat with them because Paul never wanted to compromise what we had. Uh, he never wanted to compromise his creativity or the wrestler's creativity um, and what made us different, you know what I mean? So, so it, 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 and, and I always respect about Paul. At times it would frustrate me, um, you know, it, but I do think that <clears throat> you would have to conform due to we live in a different world now. It was tough back then, and today it's kind of snowflakey, you know what I mean? Like people just get offended over anything. So you really, I'm, t- I'm stereotyping like, the bulk of humans, which is probably dumb. But uh, anyway, sometimes you do that. You stereotype like a whole society. Uh, and I kind of just did that. So I apologize. But, you know, you, if, if it was around today and, and ECW and, and wanted to have a real legitimate TV contract, I do think you would have to do it, it, it clean it up. Now, um, um, some people here on Facebook, on Facebook uh, uh, at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show, Posted a lot of comments about this. Um, posed, uh, I posed a question uh, if ECW is still alive. I did that on Sunday, uh, Mother's Day, and happy belated Mother's Day to any of the moms out there and to all your moms that are some of you guys and girls that are listening. So, belated happy Mother's Day. Um, now, so some people uh, had some interesting things to say. Um, I, I won't read all of them. There's, there's a whole bunch, there's a ton. So, I, I can't go through all of them. I'll just read a couple that just. You know, jump out today. Uh, here, right? Kyle Hunter, he says, uh, if it were around today, he means ECW, I reckon it would be less focused on hardcore side and things would be more of an in-ring, in-ring-based product. I think there's definitely no ROH, possibly no TNA slash Impact with ECW still around. Well, you know, <clears throat> that's a good point. Um, I think Kyle makes a very good point. If ECW was still I'd say never had the hiatus, never was gone, never was out of business, and then then reincarnated. Uh, let's say it just kept on rolling. To Kyle's point, that's kind of what he means. There probably wouldn't be a Ring of Honor, possibly, or a um, a TNA. He he might be right about that. Um, he might be right about that. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's a it's a um, it's a fascinating topic because we, we you know. A lot of people, including myself and many who worked in the company and fans, have referenced ECW as lightning in a bottle. And, and it's true because we hit at the right time. <laughs> it was the right time. And I've talked about this a bunch of times. I so have other ECW originals. It was the right time that we succeeded and hit. And then it, it fizzled out, obviously, and it was over. But uh, here, I'll read a comment. Speaking of lightning in a bottle, Chris Evans says, It's a dream, meaning if it came back or if it was still around. But as you have always said, lightning in a bottle. There he goes. He said it there. It was, it was a one-of-a-kind that pushed the boundaries. There are a lot more high-profile indies now, and the boundaries are, more, are way more PG. I would hate to see a watered-down version uh, of something so good. You know, so you get what Chris is saying, and I agree. Um, but again, I do think that a guy like Paul Heyman is creative enough and was smart enough and surrounded around the right people that he would be uh, smart enough to change with, with times and adapt with the times uh, to make it uh, still flow and, and make it still cool. 
Um, I do. And I have thoughts on that, which I'll get to in a little while. On if ECW is still around, what would it be? What would it be based around? How would it be different? And I'll give you those thoughts in a little bit here. Um, but I do have thoughts on that. Um, uh, just I, not that I could speak for Paul Heyman, but I, I think I know him well enough and how he thinks that I think I could be right on it. Maybe I could be wrong. Uh, David Sharp on Facebook Live. On Facebook, I keep saying Facebook Live. That's a bad habit. On Facebook.com/slash the Taz Show, he's uh, David Sharp says. ECW could never survive in today's world. It came along and peaked just at the right time socially, and it gave the wrestling fans what we needed at the time. I look back fondly on ECW, and I'm glad I got to watch it unfold as it happened. Well, thank you, David. Uh, well said, David Sharp. <laughs> Tough to argue with the guy. I mean, that, but that's his feel on it, um, that he feels like it would never survive today. I respectfully disagree, like I've been saying. I think that... If it was a different overview of the brand, um, it would survive today. And it would not only survive, it would flourish today. I do think that. Um, I do. And like I said, I'll get into those, some of that stuff in a little bit. Um, you know, it would, uh, yeah, right here, Lucas uh, A. Shoemaker on Facebook says, it had, uh, it, it had and has such backing if they had the right sponsor, uh, a channel, meaning a network, it'd been the second place to WWE just out of tradition. I, you know, I don't know if it would be, and thank you, Lucas, I don't know if it'd be second place. I think during that time, WCW was really kicking ass um, while we, we were still around. Um, but as we know, Vince took, you know, bought WCW and took that out outright. Uh, you know, so if ECW was still around, yeah, well, maybe, you know, I, I guess maybe maybe I backtrack. Maybe I see what Lucas is saying. Maybe it would be the second company uh, because this would be way before Ring of Honor. So that could happen. Again, it's a, again, it's a, it's a what if, um, how it would be. It's tough to project that. Uh, but it would, you know, I, I think it would be, uh, um, you know, I, I do think that it would, would it have a place? Yes. I do think it would have a place in the wrestling realm, in the wrestling society, I do, and and I do think that it would uh, it would bring something different to the table, okay, and and that's what would be cool. Again, not saying <laughs> that I want this to happen, <clears throat> not even saying that I'm suggesting it's going to happen, uh, but but I do think that it it would do well. Um, and I'm going to get into that a little bit, why it would do well. Uh, Brandon McGinnis said, answering the question, if ECW is still alive, he goes, then I'd be happy. Uh, short and sweet, Brandon. <laughs> so he wants it back. Um, Miguel Salavera says, I miss ECW. Yeah, and a lot of folks do. Uh, Chris Argentino says, uh, would be the best, uh, would be the best wrestling. Okay. Uh, Jared Burns says, a lot of snowflakes would complain and try to have it removed. And Jared's right. If it was the same way that it was uh, and it didn't change and Paul didn't change it, and if it was on broadcast TV or um, if it was on the WWE Network, eh, maybe not because it would have a it would have a statement beforehand. It would saying what you're about to watch is R-rated or whatever, and, you know, there you have it. Um, so I think it all depends which way you go with it and, and which feel you want the overview uh, the, for the brand of ECW, if it was still around to have, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, but because so many fee so many people 
loved it and loved to watch it late at night. I mean, I still get people come up to me. He's like, yo, dude, I remember watching it back in the day, man, at 1 o'clock in the morning in my dorm with my boys. I remember seeing it on the MSG Network, dude, at like midnight. I remember see- I get. I still get people come up to me. It's it's awesome. I mean, it's really cool to, to see that people remember it. You know, like like and WWE obviously keeping it alive on the WWE Network. So, um, that that's cool. Um, Brad Fox here on the Facebook.com slash the Taz Show said it would be what it would be watered down. As much as I loved it back in the mid nineties, you couldn't do anything you did back then today. Again, and that's kind of been the theme of what I've been talking about here. So, so, and I get that. I understand that. I totally understand that. Um, I'm going to go to break in a second, and I'll get into that a little bit more uh, deeply about how ECW would be, what it would be like if it was still around today, in my opinion, how it would feel. So, uh, first and foremost, let me let you know, uh, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quick and Lopes. So they understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you that confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guys, you know the deal. It's simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details to be confident when you're getting the right mortgage for you. So, it's convenient. It's got a trusted partners that allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. To get started, please go, guys, to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And I'm less consumer access at org number 3030 Rocket Mortgage. All right, go to break. Come back for break. Keep talking about ECW. I'll give you my take. If it was still around, if it was still alive, what if it was still alive? What would it be? What would it feel like? Taz Show, sit tight. All right, guys, we're back here on the Taz Show. We're talking about... What if? What if ECW was still alive? What would it be like? What would the deal be? And I'll get into the depths of this, in my opinion, what it would be like today and what I think Paul Heyman would do with ECW. First, let me tell you, support for the Taz Show comes from my friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, Quicken Loans, you know the deal, right? They, it, you know how big the home plays in your life and family, and that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Okay, and with its trusted partners, it allows you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button, guys. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time and make sure to make sure I should say that you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loans applies simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. Okay, so to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, MLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's a rocket mortgage. So I'm going to get into talking a little deeper here about what I feel and how I feel ECW would be if it was still alive today. Again, like I said at the front end of this, I'm not saying that ECW should still be around. I'm not saying that, but it does have me pondering in my head. Well, what if? What if? What if? What if? What if? 
that's the key, right? So what if it was still alive? What exactly would ECW be like? I didn't get into that end, like what I thought it would be like if it was still here today. So I'm going to get into that with you right now. So I do feel that ECW and Paul Heyman running it, that it would be uh, a sleeker, uh, aesthetic, smarter, and most importantly, athletic company. That's what it would be. It would be ultra-athletic. I do think that the athleticism of, because uh, Paul always loved that. Heyman loved the athleticism of the talent. No matter if you were a high flyer or a mat-based wrestler, he loved and respected the athleticism of the talent, the wrestlers, the athletes, the performers, to do what they do. And I do think that in today's realm, as as time would evolve, Paul would realize you can't, if you're on TV, again, like I said, if you're on TV, and that's where the real money is. If you're on cable TV, a broadcast, whatever, you have a TV contract, not an online streaming service. That's a big difference. So if ECW had a TV contract, I do feel that Paul would drive the whole thing completely towards athleticism. Uh, when I say sleek, I don't mean over-the-top, fancy uh, you know, graphics and lower thirds and high def lighting and craziness like that. I think it'd be high def. I don't think it'd be nowhere near WWE. I don't think Paul would do that. I think he would keep that rugged feel, that blue collar feel, but yet um, I could see it being uh, just really the athleticism pushed. Um, We saw that with Ring of Honor, where Ring of Honor still has just amazing talent and pushed the athleticism. Uh, We saw it in TNA for a, a long time, especially with the X division. I, I just feel like Paul would would have done this before those people, <laughs> and I do. I really believe that because, like I said, not to be redundant, he loved the athleticism, the the athlete side of the men and women that were competitors, um, and he respected it because it's something that he couldn't do. To be frank, so he always respected that. Um, I, I also think uh, what the way society is. And what, uh, for example, like with the NFL and, and mainstream sports, concussion protocol, I, I definitely think chair shots and all that stuff would be Gonski. It would have to be, um, um, even with or without a TV contract, even if you had a streaming service. You know, nobody uh, that I've ever worked for, from Paul Heyman to Vince McMahon, ever wanted people injured. Um, not under my, Not when I was there. Like, not to me. I've never been... Put in that position. So uh, by either of those men, I could tell you that. Um, now, some people could say something else. I can't. Um, so I don't think Paul would want people to have concussion issues with all the crazy chair shots how it was back then. We were just all a lot less educated to it, um, not just the fans, but the, the performers and the people who ran the companies. And that's why the business was like it was back then. Um you know, uh, now some fans might miss that and all that. And say, oh, it sucks. It's not like it used to be. Oh, I love chair shots. Yeah, well, yeah. Meanwhile, you're not, you know, y- you don't leave your house and drive two blocks and can't remember where you're going. Uh, you don't walk out of your, your you know, out of your, your house and like, oh, did I lock my door? Like, you know, you, you, you don't have that short-term memory loss or you can't remember someone's name. I mean, so it's like these things happen <laughs> to when you get those concussions. So... Um, don't miss that stuff. It, it was bad, uh, real bad. Um, I think ECW would scream athleticism. I think ECW would be ultra competitive 
amongst each other, the wrestlers. I think it would um it would it would bring a total different feel of entertainment. There'd be entertainment, but I think Paul would still keep some of that edgy coolness and he would do that with music. I think that he would he would get involved with music acts because that was always a big part of ECW. Um, and as you guys know today, like the hip hop community is just gigantic. And I could see like some of the main, like a Meek Mill, like a Meek Mill would be like a gigantic part, especially being a Philly guy, like of ECW, right? Couldn't you imagine that? Like, you know what I mean? Like Meek Mill, like doing like a fresh badass open for, um, for ECW, you know, today I'd, I'd have to hook up Bazanji and Paul Heyman together and say, "Yo, put put this, let, let this work, Paul. Get this guy going, man. Get Bazanji going. He'll do some badass hip hop, uh, some rap, you know, for for, for EC Dub. It would just be cool. I, I just think music would be a big, big part of it. Um, I could see hip hop, like I just said, having being the type of music that's a big part of it. Um, well, you know, back in the original ECW, we had a lot of different mix of different music acts." From rap to to metal to hard rock, you know, from you know not just ring entrance music but videos. As you guys know, November Rain with the the great legendary band of Guns and Roses, uh, November Rain, and and we saw that or like uh, like newer rock like that, or we'd hear Nirvana songs for entrance or Pearl Jam or like old school rock like Kiss, War Machine did my music, and or you have like Coolio with some some rap rap stuff and. You know, um, Fantastic Voyage, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, there was all different cool. Marilyn Manson, uh, White Zombie was a huge part. I think actually the original ECW uh, music. Mm, I shouldn't have said it like that. I might be wrong. But back in 93, when I know I debuted, I think that that's when we had Thunder Kiss from White Zombie. Uh, Not Rob Zombie. He was the singer, obviously, but... White Zombie, Thunder Kiss was the song, um, I believe. So so we had all that, and that was back then. That was like rock, punk rock kind of feel, like metal rock. I don't know what you would call White Zombie, but it was all different. You know, As you guys know, that new ECW, it was all different types of music that made ECW what ECW was. Um, I do think today that'd be the same thing, except newer bands. Uh, and I, think, I do feel like hip-hop would be a huge part of that. I don't see a guy like Drake, but I see a guy like Meek Mill. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see a guy, I see guys like Migos, like those type of groups, like the newer, kind of edgier, kind of hoodie type guys, as opposed to mainstream big stars, like I said, like a Drake. You know what I'm saying? Or like Jay-Z. Jay-Z's badass, he's Brooklyn born and all that. And I, I'm sure Paul's a big Jay-Z mark. But I don't know. Jay-Z's just so big mainstream, like you know, so famous and world renowned and I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it'd be cool if ECW was still around and Jay-Z was doing some music for ECW, the new ECW. I just don't picture it. Like, I just, I'm thinking more like, like I said, more hardcore guys that are on the come up, even though Meek Mill's not on the come up. You know what I mean? Like guys that aren't like so big mainstream. Uh, again, not to spend too much time on the music end, but that would be a big part of ECW. Like I said, the athleticism. I, I do think that would be a, a very, uh, a very big thing. Uh, for sure. I mean, read, I just want to read a couple more um, uh, Facebook posts here. Connor Gorge, uh, on this is on uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. He said, ECW would probably still be ahead of the curve in pro wrestling. I agree. Uh, Paul Heyman would still be good at making stars out of, out of almost everyone on the roster by showcasing their strengths. 
it would be cool to see ECW do business with Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling for some events. Totally agree with that. As far as the extreme elements, I feel it would still uh, it would still present, but not be as prevalent. Uh, the concussions here. You, go. you mentioned concussion. Concussions are too risky. However, the wrestlers and Paul would probably be able to come up with their own ways to be extreme. In quotations. Thank you, Connor. Well said. And I agree. Uh, and by the way, in the future, if I if I pose a a statement or something on Facebook, uh, I, I'll try my best not to read longer ones. So if you want to post something, if I pose a question about something in a what if situation or whatever, uh, just try to be as succinct as possible because then I'm I'm definitely probably would read that as opposed to something that's too long. Um, you know what I mean? Um, Jonathan Robinson, okay, on Facebook says, I think Paulie he means Paul Heyman would have not only kept up with the times, but would have been 10 steps ahead. The man has always been a genius, and a lot of the stuff we see today is because of what ECW has done. Jonathan Robinson uh, agreed, well said, and thank you. Uh, I think that's a very cool comment you made, um, for sure. Now, there are some people, uh, there's a whole bunch of comments, so uh, there, I was trying to find one or two, but there are some people that... Um, uh, that don't feel, it, yeah, perfect example, that it would survive. Here, David Sharp here on Facebook.com slash Natasha. ECW could never survive in today's world. It came along and peaked just at the right time socially, and it gave wrestling fans what they needed at the time. I look back fondly at ECW, and I am glad I got to watch it out unfold unhappy. Did I read this before? I feel like I read this. Unless I read this myself. If I read it before, I apologize. So he goes to chair shots. But uh, he's saying it wouldn't survive today. And he, he's right if it if it stayed in the wheelhouse that it is right, that it was back in the day. Yeah, no, it wouldn't survive. Um, unless you had your own subscription-based but good luck working in, in, in air, you know where you have an athletic commission where they have to clear what's going to happen if you have chair shots and guys getting color and bleeding all over the place and stuff like that. It's not going to happen, even with even if you have your own subscription base, because you got to have a venue that's going to run in balls all the time, uh, which we used to do back in the day. <laughs> we we ran in many. Uh, many bars uh, and uh, adult dancing uh, women establishments, if I said that correctly. So, you know, I don't know. It poses an interesting question, and it makes me wonder, if it was still alive, what would it be like? So my opinion, it would be a highly athletic, a hip-hop feel uh, as far as music. And um, I, I could see it today that if it was with <clears> – <throat> with, with WWE in a sense that on the WWE net network, if it did not have its own platform, meaning ECW, if it came back, if it was on the WWE network, that would be cool. But like I said at the top of this podcast, it would have to be a situation, and I know Paul would make sure it was, otherwise it wouldn't happen, where Vince McMahon and, and nobody from the company from WWE would have really any say in what it is. It's its own separate entity. And it just happens to be on the WWE Network, and they work out some financial deal. Um, you would have to have Paul run it. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I Paul's an extremely sharp guy, very innovative, and we've heard some people compliment him here on on um, on Facebook and stuff like that. And, and you know, and it's true. And and Paul was the master, as many have said, including me, of accentuating your positives and hiding your weaknesses where not a, a plethora of wrestling promoters can say the same thing, unfortunately, including Vince McMahon. Um, you know, sometimes he would accentuate your flaws. 
Um, you know, and, and, and like, I don't like, for example, I'll give you a quick note, like Daniel Bryan, not being a gigantic big guy and the hair face and the crazy hair and his beard and all that, and calling him a goat and his Billy goat. And he's a little guy and he's short and this, that. obviously he's still a gigantic star and they pushed him, made a ton of money with him. Um, that's risky. You know, it worked with Daniel Bryan because he, he had a cult following all success as Brian Danielson. Um, and he really, he was kind of Teflon. But if you did that with a younger guy at, or girl at NXT that, that didn't have that granite base that he had, or, you know, meaning Daniel Bryan, you could hurt them. That's a perfect way of, you know, accentuating someone's negatives. And, and, and Paul didn't really do that. You know, um, I mean, I'm sure maybe a little bit here and there it would happen, but he would usually let that guy get a big comeback and something heavy would happen. Uh, you know, it, 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 that's a big thing to Paul, and, and that's how it always was. He would always keep you strong um, if he believed in you and he had money invested in you, um, for sure. And, and, and if you weren't good at something in the ring or if you weren't good at that's that was the whole big thing with me with talking on the mic. I didn't want to talk because at, when I first started, I, I sucked at cutting promos, and I didn't want to do it. And he just forced me and pushed me and drove me. And I'm like, God, it just pissed me off. I used to get so mad at him. But he he knew I had something in me. And now, look, I won't shut up. I can't stop talking. You know, that's what I do for a living. So anyways, uh, so that's the deal. But I don't know. It's interesting uh, to see what would happen uh, and what, would, what it would be if, uh, you know, if ECW, you know, what if ECW was still alive? I don't know. It's just something to ponder, something to think about. Throw it through your brain. And, and I appreciate everybody's comments that were on the Facebook gimmick there. Thank you so much for that. And if I didn't get a chance to read your comment, I apologize. And I'll uh, be back uh, during the week uh, with a little more Taz show action for you here, Podcast City Jones, for sure. Uh, so I hope you guys are uh, going to enjoy your week because you're getting this early. And, uh, and you're kicking butt through the uh, early goings of the month of May in 2018. All right, guys, I'm Taz. You're not. Thanks for jumping in here. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. In the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller All these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man They movie cuts, and when I'm back at home It never feels